Manx Radio Sport. A very good evening and welcome to Friday Sport Preview on Manx Radio. I'm Rob Pritchard with you until 6.30pm. As ever, I hope you've had a wonderful week so far. So, coming up tonight... Peel will be looking to maintain their vice-like grip at the top of the Canada Life Men's Premier League as part of another busy round of fixtures in Manx football tomorrow. In rugby, all three Ireland sides involved in UK competition will host their respective opponents on home soil tomorrow. We find out how they might fare as their campaigns reach their final stages. And after a two-week break, hockey returns to the schedule this weekend with the senior and under-15s leagues all in action. That is all to come this evening. So let's start by taking a look at the latest footballing fixtures coming up on the Isle of Man this weekend. Alongside the league fixtures, there is a solitary cup tie as well, as the ECAP FA Cup looks to catch up on one of its rescheduled fixtures. So we'll now take a look in more depth, as ever, with Tony Meppham at the fixtures. Tony, good evening. Uh, good evening, Rob. And uh, yeah, weather's good. We've just had a chat about that, haven't we? So we're all clear. And what uh, we like to hear. As you rightly say, we've got an outstanding ECAP FA Cup game to get out of the way and then... Uh, back into the next round, the quarterfinals next uh, Saturday. So, yeah, it's all go at the moment, and that's what we want. Absolutely. Well, let's take a look uh, through the fixtures on Saturday. We'll start with that ECAP FA Cup first round fixture, two o'clock kickoff this one, so slightly earlier than the league fixtures, and it is the Premier League side Corinthians, and they're going to be home to promotion-chasing Division 2 side Braddon. Well, and this is the one that, uh, you know, clubs want to see because, uh, you know, Braddon are in the top four position of that uh, uh, DPS Limited uh, Division 2 fixtures and and the league is looking really good in there and they'll be looking to uh, just see how good they are and uh, they've got some great young players in there and also some uh, mid-aged I would say when I say mid-aged because they're so young 16 17 um, you know there's 23 24 year olds in there who are sort of worthy of selection and playing really well so I think uh, manager Will Smith will be working out tonight how to uh, sort of bring down uh, Corinthians I'm sure they want to do that because it gives them bragging rights but had a bit of banter with one or two of them over the week uh, just saying that we're going to uh, take the position which is fine that's no problem confidence is good uh, so I think uh, Braddon will be certainly looking to see if they can get this result away from Corinthians but Ben Qualtrough I think at the moment is quite uh, happy I know that uh, Luke uh, Murray's in the team uh, tomorrow so that's a massive plus uh, for them and uh, sort of one or two players who have sort of uh, just coming back from injury and club level will be back in there to help them as well so yeah looking strong for Corinthians but uh, Braddon will be looking all confident to try and do the job could be a good one, that one. Well, alongside the ECAP FA Cup first round tie there, there are league fixtures at 2.30pm. Starting off in the Candlelife Men's Premier League, five games down. We'll start off with Onken, and they're going to be hosting second place Union Mills. Yeah, I think Onken are doing all right at the moment. I uh, watched them recently against uh, Ramsey, and right good uh, battling performance for them, and uh, picked up a straight point last week, which is uh, good, and uh, try and keep the uh, club in the league, because you know Onken know that uh, in the next couple of years, as their players develop, because of got some really good players and I watched um, the playoff uh, Union Mills against Onken on Wednesday in the under 18s uh, league and uh, it was a great game to watch you know seeing those talented players coming through Tom Creer FC Hall of Man could play in the under 18s it's uh, quite spooky thinking about him playing in under 18s isn't it young player of his ability uh, but um, I don't think they've got him tomorrow so Union Mills will be looking to uh, continue in this great form that they've had over the last uh, few games and uh, Paul Guy will be chuffed a bit defensively they've looked good noticed Owen Quayle got in team of the week uh, so I think uh, Union Mills will start off as slight favourites but Onkin at the moment playing well 
Very well. We talk about Union Mills up toward the top of the table. There is uh, right, a key battle this weekend at the bottom of the table where it's very congested over at uh, the Memorial Playing Fields. Moround, they're going to be hosting Douglas Royal. Well, it is. And, uh, you know, we say each week that uh, Douglas Royals, you know, sort of one or two players have come back. Uh, you know, Lewis uh, Robertson watched him on Wednesday, really good player. And, you know, I think uh, Michael Fitzmaurice knows that, um, you know, he just could do with taking some points away against the teams that are down with them battling away. But as we've seen with around this season, last season, seasons before, that when they do come up against a quality team or they need something, they can get it. And um, David Brew will be looking to see if they can get a win. And I think uh, Moran have got a good chance. But Douglas Royal are scoring goals. So defensively, if they can keep it solid, Rob, then they can uh, sort of stop that result going to Moran. But with home advantage, might just go to Moran this one. Very well. And then we look at another side also battling at the bottom of the table. Douglas High School All Boys, they'll have a tough job on their hands trying to get some points this weekend because they'll be hosting St John's United. Yeah, and St John's had a great performance uh, last week. And, you know, one or two sort of players are coming back from injury as well. I think Sam Ingham might be in the squad um, tomorrow. So Old Boys have got to try and deal with that. Uh, but uh, Old Boys still chipping away. I know one or two players are saying, well, you know, it's not looking too good for us at the moment. Uh, but uh, it's the older players that are sort of keeping them in there. And if they can sort of uh, try and, you know, just keep it going as they are, set pieces, they're dangerous. You know, Robbie Ward, if you give a free kick away, edge of the box, you know there's a good chance it's going to be a goal. But I just think uh, St John's at the moment, the way they're playing, Sam Brand's team have got enough. Very well. And then the next fixture here is a bit of a, I suppose, a mid-table clash if you just look at it based on the numbers. But knowing what these two sides are capable of, could be a... Very tasty game this if it if it turns out that way for those involved. Down at Glen Road, Laxey are going to be hosting Russian United. Yeah, and I think uh, Laxey last week, uh, okay, they lost uh, 3-1, but the one or two real key players, I think Brody Patience was missing, Tom Smith was missing, I think he might be missing again this week, which doesn't sort of help them, but... You know, when you look at Ethan Hall, he's been superb since he's turned 16 and come in, scoring plenty of goals, tricky player. And, uh, you know, playing against uh, a team, if you like, where his uh, dad made his name, Damien. Uh, so he'll be looking to see if he can turn them over just to let his dad know uh, that he's playing for the better team. But I think uh, Russian at the moment have got the bit between the teeth. Uh, they're doing really well. Nick uh, Robinson's got them playing well with a lot of confidence. Uh, Stevie Riding's uh, been playing well. So we'll just wait and see. But I think it's going to be Russian who'll take the points. And rounding off the Canada Life Men's Premier League this weekend is down on Glen Crutchery Road. This could be an intriguing one. So, Peel, with that current 11-point advantage at the top of the table, they travel to face St George's, who have five wins in the last six. So, could this go one of two ways? Is, is, is this a bit more open than some people might think? Well, from what I'm hearing, I think uh, St George's might be down on quality tomorrow. Uh, Johnny Myers is usually pretty good to uh, put his squad towards me, but he hasn't done that at the moment. I think that's purely because one or two have pulled out today on him. Uh, so we'll see what the squad's going to be like tomorrow. This is the game that you've put me on uh, to uh, cover. But, uh, you know, Peel have been doing well. Still no Reese Oates. I think he's a little bit away from uh, playing yet. But uh, certainly right the way through the team, they're buzzing. Uh, they know that uh, Corinthians dropped points last week. So they're in the driving seat now to uh, take this kind of life uh, Premier League. And at the moment, they're playing really well. And I think uh, Peel will take the points away from Geordie's. Very well, that's the Canada Life Men's Premier League tomorrow. Let's very quickly take a look through the other divisions. DPS Limited Division 2, the leaders, St Mary's, don't have a game this weekend. And uh, the likes of Michael United and Castletown have fixtures tomorrow as part of the four fixtures there to maybe try and eat up some ground on the team at the top. Well, they can do if they want, and uh, certainly with Michael, uh, disappointed with that cup game against Castletown. They conceded quite a few goals, and uh, Michael Caller will be back to the drawing board, just see what they could do better. Uh, but uh, Colby, I think Carl Hickey might be fit. He'll come in, Jordan Edge as well. So those two are alone 
uh, score plenty of goals. So Michael are going to find it difficult. Foxdale against Jim's. You've got to look at uh, Foxdale to win that, even though Jim's had that good result against Ramsey U Centre. Castletown against Douglas Athletic. Douglas Athletic conceding a lot of goals. Castletown scoring plenty of goals. Edson De Silva back in form last week, so he'll be a big plus for Castletown. And Governors Athletic against Ramsey U Centre and Old Boys. I'll put that down as a blip last week for youthy, but uh, Governors, I noticed their age band, Rob, is coming down a little bit. I was told that their striking uh, partnership of three last week was 57 years of age average, which is pretty good, to be fair. Uh, but I just think Ramsey U Centre will be too strong. Sorry, Carl. <laughs> very well okay very quickly we've got four games in Canada Life Combination 1 tomorrow yeah Union Mills against uh, Onken I'll go for uh, Onken just to sneak the points there Douglas Royal against uh, Moran go for Moran uh, Russian against Laxey Russian just flying aren't they unbeaten all season and uh, get that trophy ready I think uh, so I'll go for Russia to win that and Air against uh, Corinthians I know Corinthians have got one or two uh, key players back in for the combination tomorrow so I'll go for Corinthians just to take that victory and rounding off Saturday we have four games as well in DPS Limited Combination 2 we certainly do and uh, Douglas and District against uh, Braddon I'll go for uh, Braddon to take victory in that one then we've got uh, Jim's against uh, Foxdale. Jim's rooted at the bottom of the table, so go for Foxdale to win. Uh, Michael against uh, Colby. I'll go for Michael. And uh, Paul Rose against uh, St Mary's. You have to go for St Mary's to win. Very well, those are your fixtures for Saturday. Looking then to Sunday, and we have three games in the Canada Life Women's Football, all kicking off at 2 o'clock. Yeah, it is, and uh, they're back on grass. The Floodlit Cup's uh, all done, and uh, now they're uh, playing on the old uh, green stuff. And uh, Castletown against uh, Douglas Royal. Uh, Castletown, you know, still struggling for a team most weeks. I think it was uh, seven or eight players they had last week, but they're still chipping away, and, uh, you know, they've just got to build on, you know, one or two players joining them, but go for Royal to win. Uh, Peel against uh, Malou. Peel have just got to keep winning all the games and try and beat Corinthians as well to take the trophy away from them, but you go for Peel to beat Malou. And uh, Corinthians against Onkin, always a good battle between these two, but uh, Corinthians solid performances at the moment plenty of goals last week and I think uh, this week they'll beat Onken and just very quickly before we move on to the Masters football um, seeing news this week that uh, Michael United are looking into the prospect of setting up a women's team that could be a positive for the women's football system on the island yeah it's brilliant I think it's always important Rob that if you have someone driving it who's sort of uh, got an inside of women's football and Michael Cole has had that uh, before he's been involved with the island squad Uh, he's a great manager great coach and it'd be uh, great to see if your team has had a, a women's team before. It sort of helps a little bit because you gain experience of what it's got to do. And, um, you know, the Just Play session that um, uh, everyone sort of organised recently, there were 60, 70 players out down there and nearly 20 new players to come down. So if we can get that involved, then it puts women's football in a better place. But I think all round, um, certainly it's nice to see new players coming in. We'll wait and see how it develops. And uh, last but certainly not least on Sunday, we have two games in the Masters football. Yeah, Douglas and District against uh, Corinthians. Uh, Corinthians, I think, uh, will just uh, win this one. Just, I say that, because uh, they had good battle pr- recently against uh, Colby and also they had one against Air uh, United. And uh, Douglas Royal against Air, uh, that will be a battle. I watched Air uh, recently and they're a really good side, super fit. And I just think it'll be down to what players are available for both teams for this game. But I've got to go for Air just to take the points. 
Well, Tony, thank you very much, and I'll be catching up with you tomorrow, not just to cover the uh, Manx football, but also the other game taking place on the Isle of Man. Tomorrow evening in the NWCFL Premier Division, FC Isle of Man will be hoping to make it three wins from four when they welcome Winsford United to the bowl 6pm tomorrow night in a key fixture in that league. And if you're not heading down to the bowl, we at Manx Radio will have you covered, myself and Tony, providing full live match commentary from 6 o'clock tomorrow on Manx Radio AM 1368 and digital. We'd love to have you along. Okay, we'll now turn our attention to rugby and another weekend of important fixtures away to those Ireland sides competing in UK competition. All those sides are on home soil this weekend. A confident Douglas are back at Portishee, hunting more success tomorrow. In contrast, to a daunting task away to Vagabonds men's in the County's three ADM Lanks Cheshire League. Meanwhile, Vagabonds ladies are also on home turf for another potentially exciting clash in their division. And taking a look at those, as well as the one domestic game pending tomorrow, is Dave Christian. Yeah, top of the shop, Rob, as usual, is uh, down at Portishee. Douglas, they're playing at the highest level of the Isle of Man sides in the English Club Championships. And they have an eminently winnable game. It's Winnington Park, kickoff at Portishee, 2 o'clock tomorrow. And, well, Douglas won away, 28-27 at Winnington Park, which is a lovely little ground as well. Douglas, they're in a relatively strong position. They're near the foot of the table in Regional 2 Northwest. But they've got a nine-point buffer on the two sides below them. That's Wilmslow and Broughton Park. Wilmslow and Broughton Park have got games in hand. Douglas have just got two left. But those games in hand aren't by any stretch easy. And if Douglas can turn that nine points into 14 uh, or 13 even uh, tomorrow, it'll be a massive boost for them. And I think it'll probably make them secure. Douglas's form has been pretty good since Christmas, at least. They've won where they thought they were going to win. They picked up that big one against Broughton Park a couple of weeks ago. The players are coming back from injury, so Brad Bomar's back in, Harry Hewson's back in, the forwards are firing, Phil Kringle, a player coach, he's been starting himself, that seems to have made a difference in the last couple of outings. Things are going well for them, and a big home crowd down at Portishee as they celebrate their 150th anniversary. I suspect we're going to see a Douglas win, but uh, don't put too much on that uh, Winnington Park will be conscious of their relative position they're just above Douglas in the table and they'll be looking for a bit of security as well so I don't think they're going to be coming here uh, half cocked I think uh, it's going to be a tough game for Douglas Vagabonds however are in a totally different ball game uh, they're bottom of the table they've got seven points to make up they've just got two games left I don't think there's any games in hand either uh, so they're in a position where they're going to have to start picking up some points pretty quickly. Uh, and I don't really see them getting any tomorrow afternoon. The visitors to Bella Fletcher are league leaders Hoylake. Hoylake have lost once this season, only once. They've had one defeat and one draw, otherwise they've won everything in front of them. They beat Ramsey and Southern Nomads in the uh, Cheshire Bowl competition as well. With the form that they're showing, I don't think Vagabonds are going to have enough to get past them. Vagas need to pick off Berry next week, who are the visitors to Bella Fletcher in the final game. And if results go their way elsewhere this week, they might have a chance of not finishing bottom. Form-wise, they're not bad. You know, I've seen them a couple of times now, and um, I think their performances don't reflect their league position. Dan Bomwick's there now in the 10 jersey. Uh, he's given them a lot of positive stuff going forward. Cal Bunnell's been great in the centres. Joe Lowe doing his usual business-like stuff in the front row of the scrimmage and a lot of ball carrying off it. 
Mark Oldfield's been excellent in the back row. The players are there for them, and uh, I think it's just a matter of time before things click for Vagabonds. Maybe we'll see them have a good run in the Manx Cup, but uh, tomorrow against Hoylake, I don't think so. Vaggers Ladies, which is a game we're going to be featuring on Saturday Live, that's a 1-15 kick-off for the ladies. Uh, they're playing Halifax, they've got three matches left, and two of them against Halifax, home and away. They were missing a load of goals last week uh, when they went to Chester Divas and lost by three points. Those girls are back this week, although making up a strong bench. Natalie Bush is on the bench, Corinna Daly on the bench, and Becky Dunn on the bench as well. They're all players I'd expect to start, so a very strong bench for Vagabonds. They're going with the girls primarily who went away to Chester last week. You can't blame them for that bit of faith in your players. We'll see what sort of a game develops. They've got a fairly good record against Halifax. I think they've played them twice, won one, lost one. There is no current form this season to judge it on, so it's pretty hard to tell which way it'll go. But I think with home advantage up there, it is, should be a Vagabonds win. And finally, in the Ravenscroft Manx Trophy, we've got one of the cluster games. It's a bit of a reshuffle around. There were supposed to be two. They've distilled those into one. Uh, it will be at Ramsey, kicking off at 2.15. And that will be Ramsey's Reds against Western Vikings and Eastern Barbarians. Manx Radio Sport. Dave Christian with that report there. Rounding things off tonight, after a two-week break over the half-term period, the senior and under-15s Manx Hockey Leagues resume in earnest this weekend. Some pivotal ties down for this one as the season goes on, with a couple of important clashes coming in both the ladies' and men's Premier Leagues. With a look at what's in store on hockey's return this weekend, I caught up this week with Ben Cunningham. We'll start with the fixtures in the Ladies Premier League this weekend. Two of those, both pushing back at 12.35. Starting over at QE2 in Peel, and it's Valkyrie A, and they'll host Castletown B. I've got both games in this league as games of the day, really. Valkyrie A against Castletown B. Last time these two met, we covered this game live on uh, Saturday Live. And Valkyries went 2-0 up, but then Castown B came back and got it to 2 all. The big question is, can one team get the win this time, or is it going to be another stalemate? But both teams need the win out of this game because they're both fighting for not being relegated. And you say the other game in this division is a potential game of the day. That's over at King Williams College at the same time, 12.35. Vikings A against Castletown A. And last time, Castletown A did beat Vikings A 4-0. So it'd be interesting to see if Castletown can do it again. Castletown top of the league at the minute, one point ahead of Vikings A. So this game has a lot riding on it. I think Castletown might do it again. I'm going to be very brave here and say I'm going to go for a Castletown A win. Then we move into the men's Premier League. Three games this weekend, all pushing back at 2.05pm, starting over at King Williams College as well. And that is Vikings A against Castletown A. Yeah, this one's a big game as well, because last time these two met, Castletown pulled off a win over Vikings A. Vikings A really have started to pick up their momentum in the last few games, but Castletown have been looking really strong this season. Again, I'm going to say a Castletown A win. Very well, and then over at uh, QE2 at the same time, it's uh, Valkyries A, and they'll play Backers B. Yeah, this is going to be a close game. This is like a mid-slash-bottom of the league clash. There's Valkyries A ahead of Backers B. Backers B really need the points, but I think Valkyries A will just be too strong on the day for them. And then at the National Sports Centre, also at five past two, the defending champions and current leaders, Backers A, they'll be providing a stern test for a visiting Ramsey A. 
Yeah, this one's going to be a really good game, I reckon. Bakaze pulled off a fantastic win last time when these two met in the league. I think Ramsey are going to just have a bit of a challenge on the day. And this is a game I'll be covering Saturday Live. So I think Bakaze are just going to be too strong for Ramsey. Eh? Let's have a quick look through the other divisions then. We'll start with Ladies Division 1. There are three games there this weekend. Yeah, the first game in this division is at 12.35 at the NSC. And this sees Vikings B against Valkyries B. Middle of the league clash again. So this one's got a lot riding on it. I think Valkyries B though will get it. Second game in this league sees Backers B against Ramsey A. I think Ramsey A will just be too strong for Backers B there, and that's at 2.05 at Ramsey Grammar School. And then at 3.35 at the NSC is league leaders Harlequins A against bottom of the league, Backers C. I think Harlequins A are going to be too strong for Backers C. Move on to men's division one. There are two games there this Saturday. Yeah, and the first game in this one is a derby between Harlequins A and Harlequins B. You'd have to go for the A team to win there. This is the second time these two have met in the week as they met midweek in the uh, plates. So Harlequins A will definitely be going for the win for that one. And that's at 11.05 at the NSC. And then the second game is Vikings B against Valkyries B. And this is at 3.35 at KWC. Valkyries B did beat Vikings B last time. And they are looking really strong in this league so far. So I'm going to go for a Valkyries B win there. OK, then we move into Ladies Division 2. Yeah, so the first game at 2.05 at Castle Russian High School is Valkyries C against Castown D. Castown D are the league leaders at the minute ahead of Castletown C by just one point. So I think I'm going to go for a Castletown D win there. And then the final game is Viking C against Castletown C. 3.35 at Castle Russian High School. This one will be a close game, battle of the C teams, but I think Castletown C will be too strong for Viking C on the day. And finally on Saturday, Men's Division 2. Castletown B against Backers Colt, and that's at 12.35 at Castle Russian High School. I'm going to go for Castletown B win there. Castletown B are flying at the minute, scoring plenty of goals. And last but certainly not least, we've got three games in the mixed under-15s league. And the first game in this league sees Vikings against Harlequins at 11.05 at QE2. Second game is Backers against Castletown Sharks, 11.05 at Castle Russian High School and then the final game at 3.35 at QE2 is Valkyries against Castletown Savers Manx Radio Sport That's all we have time for on Friday Sport Preview this evening many thanks to my guests this week Tony Meppham, Dave Christian and Ben Cunningham Have yourself a wonderful Friday evening and a wonderful weekend as always Chris Kinley's here with you next so from me until next time it's bye for now The Nation Station Manx Radio